The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Book of Exodus most probably describes on parchment the first movement of humans following bonds of slavery in Egypt by the dictatorial pharaoh. Perhaps some may argue that it was in fact that day when Adam and Eve were evicted from the Garden of Eden. Although not quite within the confines of context as presented by this program, these nevertheless explain the then first documented form of humans' movement into the land of Sinai, before its ultimate destination, Canaan. The Hebrews believed that they were to be a people guided by a moral order that transcended the temporal power and wealth of the day, in an Egypt they wished to flee from in finally returning home. There are as many similarities between those times long ago and the present world's hunger for far-off resources. Resources natural, man-made or artificial, that pines for man's desire to travel to far-off lands. A concept of risk-value where humans will travel every day in seeking that that they cannot have in their present place of habitation. It has been man's disease since the beginning of time to reach for something out of touch, as a child demands toys and candy that he or she is unable to possess in the shop's window. Today, more than ever before, there has never been a greater greed in people's demand for more materials, and along with it the perception of greater power over others. Immigration has become the very manifestation of that human position. The paradox is that history proves in so many ways that people's movement is only transitional and rarely long-lasting, or for the correct reasons. There is a progressive desperation and longing for people to return eventually to their homeland, when all resources so far away have been exhausted. History is proof of this, and while not evident in every case still cites clearly how hearts of men yearn for the home in which they were born. In recent times, Bosnia, a country exposed to the greatest genocide since World War II, is only one of many examples that still did not deter its people from returning, despite deep-seated memories of racial hatred by the offending forces of evil. There are many stories that paint a picture which define this as a pattern of human behavior throughout the ages, and it continues to this very day. Does America follow this pattern? 
America today, more than any other time in its history, has upon it the eyes of an apprehensive world, reliant upon its actions in assuring stability and prosperity. But it is perhaps this very movement of mankind that has to be examined above all else in the parity of resources and human geographical concentration. This indeed may be the qualifying factor that has not been considered in a debate over the vague use of sustainability, economics, social accord, and politics. Maybe an irony, given that as a society and nation, America itself does not understand what it is to be an American. It has struggled since the post-war era between what defines America as a concept. And where the people fit in that complex matrix, the restructured model essential to a changing paradigm in all areas of society, whether in economics, politics, immigration, environment, moral or ethical standards, is here for the land of the free to spearhead, if first it can identify itself. No more so is the issue of immigration an overused and somewhat archaic word, as important to the ever increasing world population's debate, as all other elements crucial to the world order. But immigration has been the leading force towards the development of America's success, and it continues to be so. As its defining mechanism in the make-or-break factor of a country's ability to survive. However, immigration today could be the very mechanism that ultimately destroys its ability to survive by straining all resources to the brink of extinction. Although its laws have allowed people from all other countries to flee harassment and religious persecution. The principal attraction to America during the 19th century was a promise of the American dream. This, contrary to immigration patterns in Europe, where folding empires led to foreign nationals seeking work in Great Britain as form of compensation for their enforced emancipation. America's founding fathers, in opposition of the empire's form of rule, defined a republic. That awarded religious freedom and an ability to escape poverty. The so-called old immigrants arrived in waves of hysteria from Western Europe, in the hope of a secure and prosperous life. Among them, Englishmen during the 17th century and later in the 18th century, still increasing in numbers, over half of which were servants indebted to their masters. These included the Irish settlers, who were banished during a disastrous potato famine, while Germans, the horrors of feudal oppression. Between the early 1800s and up to the beginning of the Great War in 1914, some 30 million immigrants flooded through the ports, yearning for a new life. From the early part of the 20th century, immigration continued, peaking around 1907, after which a combination of government measures and the Great Depression suppressed further that tremendous influx.
still today, America boasts itself as accepting more immigrants than any other country in the world. But with it comes cultural change and marred impact on economic, social, and political life. The downside, where immigration is, in its way, a form of evolution, that leads to racialism and hatred, as an emerging multicultural society unfolds, and then unravels. It is at that point today. Where racial, religious, and social tensions have paralyzed a society into paranoia and disillusionment, as with countries in Europe, the United States has lost its focus on cultural identity, attempting to balance the importance of immigration with retention of values traditional to its constitution, and of course, financial profitability. In California and other states, this has emerged with increased racial activity in recent years, defying the underlying, previously compassionate stand of a welcoming nation, particularly in recent decades. The tolerant and non-confrontational nature of American society may now be backfiring. As in itself, the condition does not ensure strength, but rather weakness in both people and civilizations. After the annihilation of the Native American communities in the latter part of the 19th century, California had, for some 300 years, been ruled by the Spanish and Mexican governments. Even then, the irony came from Pablo de la Guerra of Monterrey. When he was quoted regarding the influx of American Yankees into the state from the east, the foreigners are about to overrun us, of which I am very glad, for the country needs immigration in order to make progress. Now, over two hundred years later, Americans secretly have become almost fierce. In their opposition to the reversal of those times, where tolerance and forward thinking applied, for their own varied reasons, while a government's official line is that of arresting further seepage of human workers into a country, no more so than in any area of the world, has the U.S.-Mexico border developed such a contentious set of arguments. Recrimination and hypocrisy—a dilemma partly brought about by the landmark event of 1848, remaining to this day a legal precedent, finally resulting with the termination of a bloody war with Mexico, and a line in the sand that would one day cause so many problems—problems problems that could never have been anticipated in those early days. The Treaty of Guadalupe assured a border now separating Mexico from the United States, with desperate consequences. Then only a line sketched on elegant maps, becoming now a dinosaur, that blemishes beautiful deserts, with images of Cold War dogma and frightening prospects for those both sides of its ugly concrete barriers. 
Could they ever imagine then the immense problems that now rage across hundreds of miles of territory? Where once farming communities and traditional ways of life were in full swing? A different picture now to then, when Mexican skills and trades were welcomed, essential and highly productive in the construction of railroads, ranches and mines. To them, the Mexican community, much of the Southwest's infrastructure was owed, and yet already by the middle of that century, racism and violations against the Mexican people were rampant. No more so than in the post-war years, when the deportation of Mexican workers allegedly taking jobs from servicemen returning from World War II defined a dark period of history for America's values of dissipating tolerance and fair play. But it was the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965, signed into law by the then President Lyndon B. Johnson, that would change the face of America forever. On signing the legislation, he said defiantly, this old system violates the basic principles of American democracy, the principle that values and rewards each man on the basis of his merit as a man. It has been un-American in the highest sense, because it has been untrue to the faith that brought thousands to these shores even before we were a country. Although a young Ted Kennedy remained adamant that the ethnic balance of the country would be unaffected with little effect upon the American worker, it was, of course, to change society immeasurably. The movement of people from European countries shifted to Asia, and despite the institution of quotas, immigration doubled between 1965 and 1970, and repeated yet again over the following 20-year period. The result of this law was to have a profound effect upon the cultural makeup of America, a legislation that eventually would lead to unexpected demographic movements that the lawmakers then would regret now if still alive to witness the outcome. It was to open the floodgates, a law that became possibly the greatest blunder in American history. This clear error of judgment will forever haunt an America that in following years became the victim of its own willingness to conform to internationalism and universal harmony. Thereafter, America failed to comprehend that as a society, its resources would become ever more restricted and of no doubt would one day not be capable of sustaining unlimited and unchecked population growth. Given the wave of renewed optimism, economic growth and lust and consumerism of the 60s, American society could hardly be expected to foresee the downside of a burgeoning influx of people from all backgrounds. The position America now faces results directly from President B. Johnson's total lack of forethought, 
now threatening the very fabric of a country, including its remaining and rapidly diminishing natural and human resources. As Americans docilely turn a blind eye, the United States government gladly accepts over one million people into this country every year. While this may represent the remaining embers of President Johnson's well-intentioned but fatal open-door policy, a complete lack of understanding for the implications where resources such as water and energy, to name a few, will be exhausted from chronic overuse. Frightening evidence suggests that based upon statistics over the last 40 years, with this current rate, a further tide of 100 million people will land here by the year 2040. Still, the domestic problems appear to be repeating themselves. Today, some 45 years later, after Johnson's misinformed bill played out, in an extended and menacing form on the American-Mexico border, where U.S. border patrols attempt feebly to repulse the thousands of Mexicans repeatedly crossing the demarcation in search of work to support their poverty-stricken families back in another country, back in mother country. Now today... No other issue has raised such tempered brows than that of the dreaded but essential U.S. Border Patrol. Thousands of trained personnel patrol backwards and forwards the lonely trails, where people naively risk life and limb for often little reward. These innocent men, women and children, whose lives hang by a thin thread when in mortal danger from heat and exhaustion, often find themselves held through compassion by the very people who receive such condemnation for their duty, in securing a seemingly endless divide between two helpless nations. The operations, aptly named in California, Arizona and Texas, also fight another battle, a fight man-made, with brutal smugglers and their scouts, referred to as coyotes that will go to any lengths in delivering drugs to the sprawling urban cities of the United States. In both regards, Operations Gatekeeper, Safeguard, Hold the Line and Rio Grande are designed to funnel human beings over high mountains and cavernous ravines where at the end of futile journeys, agents apprehend only to return them back from where they came from. To once again try again until successful in finding marginal safety among the towns and cities of America. Since these strategies were first established, a terrible statistic daunts the imagination of the people of America. Of those constantly and defiantly crossing... Repeatedly, nearly 2,000 have perished over a period of some eight years from extremes of weather and vicious smugglers who allow no man or beast in arresting their mission to accumulating toxic wealth. The terrible ordeal 
before an ugly death. Exasperated by the purposeful strategy through which border patrol agents force imminent danger upon unsuspecting men, women, and children, results by diversion through dangerous territory. How many more naive, beguiled people will die before it is considered too many for the American's conscience to bear? And the pathetic irony of it all. Is that many of these hopeless individuals only wish to earn a modest transitory living, after which their devoted Mexico is the land of choice, to which they often intend on returning, after the responsibilities of family are met. For others more mercenary in nature, diminished resources will be the only bar that turns them back from their goal. Are they wrong in their personal drive for resources, when America remains to this very day the freest nation in the world? Are those men and women who patrol this desolate country wrong? Perhaps it may be conceivable that both sides may be wrong, as much as they are right, and this important concept may indeed apply to many areas of life across America. Where politics surely ranks highly over any other as being neither right nor wrong on all sides of the confused spectrum. To add further chaos, an avalanche of constant streams of desperate aliens, as they are labelled, are inflicted by further insult at traversing a menacing wall, built to keep them out as fierce canines in a cage. Erected across a line nearly two thousand miles in length, a demarcation between Mexico and the United States reflects hypocrisy and futile intent by government to maintain security, particularly in the shadow of September the eleventh, two thousand and one, where the first series of attacks on American soil paralyzed a nation. The irony, twenty-two years later, after American protestation at the Cold War's monstrous Berlin Wall, raises important questions on the double standards, conversion of doctrine and policy in such short time indicates volatility that signals moral and ethical hypocrisies at all levels of society. Why insisting on breaking down one wall? Only to build the same yourself, talks to the enormity of the problem facing people and nations. A double-minded position that would no doubt have raised eyebrows among those present during the signing of the Declaration of Independence, and the country guided by the truths of God Almighty. But in this case, who is at fault for the madness on America's southern border? While Mexico's guards its southern border against Guatemala, its equally corrupt neighbour, and the constant South American invasion, so at the same time it vagrantly disregards an ever-continuing humanitarian chaos occurring at its northern border with the United States. Mexico, its government, and people 
have to take equal responsibility for the inadequacies it displays, in placing pressure on an America that can no longer withstand the human wave of despair that is thrusted upon it. Equally, America's ambivalence is fed by an official-lined, one-tongued government misled by a society that needs effective and cheap labour. While at the same time proclaiming an underlying protectionist and nationalistic policy, a sharp paradox avails itself where no walls or steel adorn the northern plains between America and its quiet neighbour Canada. This in itself acts in part as an endorsement of the success factor remaining in this country, where all is not yet lost. But it is also an America that believes it is in control, when every indication suggests to the contrary, in its perception around the world. It is still as a culture lost between practicalities and rhetoric, each compromising the other between the confusing litanies delivered between its people and government. Most importantly. It is perhaps of most concern to the growing number of Americans residing on both sides of the political fence that take the view politicians are most to blame. The very sight of a concrete wall stretching thousands of miles along America's southern border strikes home the double standards of. Any administration that is prepared to endorse it simply in appeasing the conservative camp, while at the same time ensuring that Democrats receive the mandate to serve in office, could there be truth in the fast-growing partisan halls of Washington, where voters are imported through manipulation and high-powered, highly-funded campaigns? On top of this notion. A distorted rhetoric and exasperating mentality of the news and media commentators further displays today's abrasive mentality. Contrary to the founding fathers' empathetic approach to foreign interest in becoming faithful to the American way of life and its laws, such media represents a degrading ethic that devalues not only the minds of listeners. But also the American majority, who face serious consequences of such behavior in foreign sentiment. While this continues, there are casualties who neither deserve social insulation or mounting criticism. Federal government is pleaded by state to deploy more troops on the border, with resulting indifference. While at the same time, state is given the task of expanding law enforcement agencies' powers to apprehend immigrants at the drop of a hat. This strain on an already insolvent state fiscal mechanism receives cries of federal funding that falls on deaf ears. The resulting conflicts between agencies, government officials, and media decry efforts to maintain stability in urban communities, with shouts of police state and racialism echoing through public galleries. The infamous Sheriff Joseph Arpaio 
ranks among those individuals that have allegations hurled constantly in damnation of his methods used in controversial immigrant treatment. While he represents a conservative camp and is labelled frequently as fascist in his policies, one has to question the stability of Arizona, one of those states most affected by immigration and the dangerous side effects, among which out-of-control drugs and human trafficking only touches the surface. Without such strength of rule and determination to respond to the state constitution and rules of law. While America continues to fall from grace internally, with widespread dismay at an administration upon which the hopes of a new America rested, Tea Parties now return after many years that spell potential problems for a silent majority whose already short fuse could be tested to the limit. At a time when so many political, economic, environmental and social issues appear to be driving to an apex, much anxiety exists for a country that is running quickly out of time, money and moral fortitude. All desperate areas, further shot down in flames by an imperialistic position abroad, which seems ever likely to be abandoned simply because the occupational reasoning behind it has become out of date and futile. Ironically, as long as occupation by American forces in Japan, Germany and many other locations around the world continues, Anger and contention will still exist around the still hanging on establishment, paralyzed still by post-war domination. When the ratio of Americans' possession of passports is amongst the lowest in the world, why would it wish to continue such occupational campaigns in foreign countries around the world? This reflects America's insulation and reluctance to travel outside of its own borders and often even further than the state line. With this position, and as long as America conforms to America, it will never see itself for the true holder of potential that it can be. And importantly, above all now, prove its unique ingenuity in saving a tiring planet. Inevitably, it is a role that may not even give its candidates the choice, but to lead. Time is running thin in many areas of natural resources, aggravated by political and economic old-school rantings. Resources are the key, and America, despite still burning Wall Street greed and decadent social outlooks of its business leaders, will have to turn to geographical balance of people and resources. Despite the pinch to corporate checkbook, an acknowledgement immediately to the implications arising from ignoring the competition for resources factor will spell serious problems across the board. The movement of people is and always has been therefore inevitable. 
Until this time in which we live, the ramblings of politicians and appeasement towards the supply of manpower in America have continued. Now it is fast becoming evident that we have reached critical mass in humans' competition for resources, with a world population approaching a staggering 6.7 billion. Now, all the arguments where buzzwords are constantly banded, it is obvious that balances of resources with people is the key to satisfying environmental strains, social equality, and regional economic self-fulfillment. Where this balance is reached, and there will be no dilemma in that pursuit, humans will no longer be pulled away from the emotional familiarity of home. The stark realization for America now, in order to achieve this global balance, will require America to restrict its own growth, while supporting less developed nations with increased trade and financial assistance. This would, in effect, require the reluctance of an industrialized community to transfer resources to those less developed countries in the attraction of people back to their homeland. The brain drain problem, among many other crippling problems in our modern world, would diminish, a detrimental effect for decades. This ponders the question. Do the American people realize that they may indeed hold the key to mankind's future? The future can clearly go either way, where society can choose abstinence in self-protection of a corrupt world or mindlessly ignore the disaster looming on a fast-approaching horizon. If they choose the latter a literal world of hurt is going to impact every human being on this earth. Like a petri dish bacteria in a chemistry laboratory, humans will feed on each other until resources diminish where a final implosion will mark the end of civilization. This complex possibility and ultimate solution of equilibrium between resources and people lies within that constant movement of people model, evidenced no more than on America's inflamed border with Mexico, representing the starting point and focus of attention towards an entire solution for sustainability in all areas of life. The beauty of a country, as with that discovered in America's Southwest, defies the sun-strained eyes of the soul, with unique vistas, endless desert plains and towering mountain peaks, all residing under large threatening skies, a creation of power, energy and might that no man can tame or control even in a thousand lifetimes. From the air and majesty beyond belief, where endless horizons are shattered by tall pillars of threatening storm clouds and shimmering sheets of searing heat rising from an angry desert floor. 
ecosystems unimaginable that live beneath colourful fauna and shrub await the anguish of violent summer storms, where skies become layers of ferocious fire, beating cracked earth with pounding rains. Landscape that is as breathtaking in its enormity as it is in its quiet peril. A sleeping giant that is able to take life away in a heartbeat, as well as birth the same in its menacing solitude. Undaunted by its strength to strike fury at any living creature, man still stares defiantly down its endless trails and tracks. As the pilgrims travelled thousands of miles over America's heartland in search of dreams, so do the pensive deserts of the southwest lie in wait for their next unsuspecting victim. Humans with the same indomitable spirit that spar hopelessly through misguided dreams and stubbornness, in continuing senselessly uneconomic traditions. And leading to ultimate failure, yet the staunch ranchers of this territory remain excruciatingly steadfast in holding tight to an inevitably passing lifestyle, a lifestyle governed by uncertainty and failed doctrines. They represent unknowingly an introspective confession. Fed by a country that has lost its principles of acknowledging freedom versus rights among men, this proclamation that endures through to present times now writes history in the continuing endeavour of the human being's need to move across geographical borders and political sandstorms. They stand and watch as hopeless spectators the human fragility and useless sense of purpose that migrants aspire to, in reaching for a life that holds some divine solution. Each of them terrified at the other's unending search for prosperity, both unable and unprepared for the storm that awaits both. In striking at each other's personal sanctuary, at the end of the day, both steered by hypocrisy and fear, fueled by the political engines of two neighbours unwilling to share common human needs, America has become more than ever an author and beholder of people's audacious struggle to run across rivers of freedom and opportunity. During this time of daunting change, America has the will of its people to unendingly protect its property. Only the history books will tell if that story reflects the true nature of a nation that we call America, in not only protecting its own people, but all people. To these human beings on the borderlands of America and Mexico, will an entire world now judge the heart of a nation in this land that can and will meet its obligations to leading once again fair play and rights of all peoples?
as the founding fathers referred to the God Almighty in its declaration and constitution, so people of this country have always acted traditionally as good Samaritans. After all, God in the Old Testament informed us that we were all strangers and aliens once, separated from him, because God was willing to include us in his redemptive plan. We are, quote, no longer strangers and aliens, but fellow citizens. From Ephesians 2.18 Recognizing that we are all immigrants on this soil, no matter what our legal status, compels us to extend a supporting hand to all. The Mosaic Code incorporating the Ten Commandments, so cherished by those that crafted the Declaration and Constitution of this country, presented the forward-thinking idea that all men were equal as being created in God's image. The Founding Fathers may well have put forth the merits of this statement in the forefront of their dissertation and the important concept upon which the Declaration stood, where solidarity with others is surely a foundational truth of our country. America remains a nation established upon historical roots, grounded in immigration where out of necessity many of our ancestors came and found a home. Despite now the crucial need to arrest further migration worldwide in returning balance to resources, Americans in the short term have to hold these age-old principles in considering still how to treat people today, both on a personal and greater level. It is to these border communities and their opposing yet equitable and formidable pursuance of freedoms rights and decency that America ultimately is about to receive judgment. A story that will define America's founding moral and ethical principles to a world of piercing eyes, where movement of people is intrinsic to its very soul and yet inevitably leading to its eventual downfall without common sense and pragmatism prevailing importantly disregarding emotion in any area of important debate. Among the many faceted parts of a matrix, our own movements locally, globally, and in every way is about to be tested. American people are part of nature, and as with any civilizations or species, will become either too powerful or in this case, overpopulated, both amounting to the same outcome. With this, the old-age notion of survival of the fittest, and while it may be relevant, could also be a dangerous game without due diligence for the means by which we, in order to protect ourselves, will have to award to other communities and nations shared resources in protecting our very ability to exist by reducing population. The choices and policies that America makes now 
and international role it plays will directly affect the outcome of these challenges facing mankind. Our very children and every living entity on this planet. David Gibbons in Discussion welcomes listeners' comments and viewpoints at its blog at davidgibbons.org. This programming is supported by organizations and firms in the private and public sectors. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Tune into Inner Speak Soul Adventures Talk Radio Show every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, and learn how to let go of your past and create the reality you desire and deserve, allowing your inner communication to take place more easily without the interference of our noisy mind chatter or your ego. Inner Speak Soul Adventures with Gene Adrian, right here on the Seventh Wave Network. As a new era approaches December 2012, Evolution invites you to expand awareness now to become the magnificent creator you forgot you are. Explore beyond current sensory perceptions with host Doreen Agostino to align body, mind, spirit, and unleash inner wealth. Discover and apply universal success principles to consciously and deliberately create your life. To align with inner truth, shine light of new thought, and joyfully prosper. Tune in Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and the Grow Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Annie Arman, live. Teens, you have got to tune into this show and listen to your fellow teens. If you're out there confused because somebody is trying to put doubts in you, making you think that you can't do what you want to do, get it straight. You can, you will, and you will get it done no matter what. And don't ever give up because you're not alone. Don't miss Annie Arman live on Voice America, Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Standard Time. The incidence of autism has increased at an alarming rate. Approximately 1 in 150 children are affected by autism, giving autism the undesired ranking as the most prevalent childhood developmental disorder in the U.S. 67 children will be diagnosed today. That is nearly one child every 20 minutes. Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica, hosted by Terry Aranga, illuminates how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Autism 
autism is treatable and given appropriate therapies, children are recovering. With well-known researchers and doctors, members of Congress, and expert service providers from a wide range of disciplines, Terry offers interviews and insights highlighting the progress in areas related to autism spectrum disorders such as biomedical research and treatment, communication, education, and behavioral modalities, sociological and philosophical issues, and legislative advocacy and insurance concerns. Autism One, a conversation of hope, broadcasts each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Autism One, a conversation of hope. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. The violent crime rate has begun to rise again. So what's more important than feeling at ease and secure in your daily life? With an optimistic perspective on a sober subject, crime prevention and personal safety expert Susan Bartlestone brings you the information, tips, resources, and inspiring success stories that will reduce your fear and restore your confidence. So stay tuned and stay safe with Crime Prevention 101 and Susan Bartlestone every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. It'd be a crime not to listen. Listen for The American Advisor with Joe Battaglia twice every week. This is a live call-in talk show where Joe discusses the economic and political events that affect your investments. Joe's macro market calls have helped thousands of investors pave their way to a more secure financial future. As a bonus, everyone who calls into the program will receive a 1964 Silver Kennedy half-dollar coin that's been graded uncirculated. The American Advisor is heard every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel and every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. 
Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on voiceamerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Are you ready to learn all about NASCAR from an insider's perspective? Join Eddie DeHaan every week for the NASCAR Insider. It's an interactive look at the world of NASCAR from the drivers to the crew chiefs. You'll hear from top flight NASCAR guests that the other shows only wish they could have. Hear about last week's recap, this week's news, and more. Call in to interact with Eddie and his guests every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on the Power of Motorsports channel. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. The Marsh Engel Show. Join the movement to empower yourself with the essentials of feminine power and success and learn how women around the world are becoming more inspired, more influential, and absolutely amazing. Each week, Marsh sits down for an engaging conversation with women who are boldly committed to living their most amazing life. You'll discover ways to step into your greatest vision, deepen your relationships, and unleash your real creative brilliance. Get ready. It's time to jump into the conversation. That's Monday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern for the Marsh Engel Show on the Voice America Business Network. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages, so tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Two views, different topics, questions, answers, news, and advice. You'll want to check out Ecoman and the Skeptic live from Philadelphia University. Every week, join hosts Rob Fleming and Chris Pastor as they tackle a different topic on sustainability. You'll hear all sides of the issue supported by guests who provide valuable insights. Get ready to be engaged, educated, and entertained when you tune into Ecoman and the Skeptic. Broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Green Talk network. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 